Hello and welcome to another podcast episode of Rewire That Shit, where I'll be teaching you new ways you can approach the things happening in your life. Whether that be habits, thoughts, triggers, you name it, there's always a way that you can look at anything from an empowering and inspiring perspective. My name's Isa, I'm 22 years old, and I'm a mindset and manifestation coach based in the Netherlands. Now let's talk about the thing you came here for. All right, all right, all right. And we're back with another podcast episode. So today I'm going to talk about something that a lot of people struggle with. And I decided today's about time that I give you all the information you need to just take control of your frequency and to keep it high. And actually, scratch that. Not There's no, no such thing as keeping your frequency high because, disclaimer, you are a human being. Emotions fluctuate and sometimes things just happen and, you know... You're never a constant person, I guess. You're always changing and you will not always be happy. That's just how it is. That's just period. Everyone knows that. You will have your periods or your seasons where you just feel under the weather, a little down. You don't know where it's coming from or you just feel plain sad and depressed. And, you know, it could be anything you're feeling frustrated, bitter, you name it, right? So what I want to teach you in this podcast episode, if your frequency is high how to keep it that way, but also if you want to raise your frequency, these are the tools that will help you get there. There's this car beeping. Rude. Okay, let's move on. (laughs) Okay, so what I want to get into is the first step to actually knowing what you can do to elevate your frequency, to stay positive and just have that high energy is by becoming aware of the things that, number one, give you energy, and number two, take energy away from you, that drain your energy. Actually, I'm challenging you to make a list of the things you do on a daily basis, or a weekly basis, or a monthly basis that just drain your energy. And then when you're done with that, just put that to the side and start making a list of things that actually give you energy. And as you have these two lists now that you both, you know, you listed these things, you have them sitting in front of you. You can choose what you focus on. You can make a decision in this moment. So you can either choose to focus on the things that drain your energy. But, you know, you can also choose to focus on the things that give you energy. And yes, sometimes I I already hear this question like, Isa, sometimes we just have to do things that drain our energy. And yes, that's right. The thing is... Once you become aware, you can start seeing things that you've been doing that you don't need to be doing, that you can just just scratch. Or you could say, okay, how can I balance this out? How can I implement something into my daily life that will help me gain energy, that will just help me give me energy? It could be as simple as going for a walk five minutes a day. It could be as easy as dancing to a song for two minutes, singing to a song, giving yourself a compliment in the mirror, hugging yourself, giving yourself or preparing yourself a nourishing meal, all of those things can give you energy. And you are uni- You are a unique person. What's going to work for me may not work for you and vice versa. So make this an exciting discovery journey, okay? Start looking at in your daily life. Excuse me. Start looking for things that actually give you energy and focus on that because where focus goes, energy flows, your energy is going to flow to you having more energy. So you're investing your energy only to get more back. And that's the process that is triggered and activated when you actively and consciously focus on the things that give you energy. Okay, so that's number one. 
Use your focus and use it wisely. Number two, become conscious of what takes your energy away from you. And, okay, let me think about how I'm going to say this. If you've heard of Tony Robbins, he is an amazing NLP mindset coach and he is changing tens of millions of lives. One of the modalities, not really modalities, frameworks he teaches is this one. I think he calls it like the triangle of state. I don't know if that's the name he gives it. I'll be sure to Google that. So let me just write that down. Uh, Yeah, okay. Sorry, guys, because I do want to put this in the description. Um, Okay, so what he teaches is this triangle. So three things that you can do to take control of your state, to make your state one of joy, love, happiness, gratitude, and just plain passion and excitement. Three elements that you can focus on to elevate your frequency and to keep it high. Number one is your physiology. I've talked about this so much in my podcast, just the way that you use your body. People with high frequency, you know, high frequency means fast moving energy. So people who win the lottery, for example, you don't see them dance in slow motion. No, you see them jump and they do weird stuff. Like they make weird loud noises and everything in their body moves. You see, you see them jump and just do weird dances and they move very fast. Why? Because they're in this state of gratitude and joy and ecstaticness. So that is a very high moving frequency. Their body is matching that frequency by moving fast and needing lots of energy to make fast movements. So that is high frequency. You can use your body and I'm not saying when you walk to the supermarket, run, because that's not exactly how that works. You can do that, but I don't think that works like that. Um, What you can do is actually prime yourself every morning. What I used to do for a while, I don't do this anymore, but I do still stand by the power of it, is dance. Wake up and just put on a song that makes you happy with positive and uplifting lyrics and just dance to it. And don't pay attention to whether your moves look weird or whether your dance moves don't match the beat. No one is looking. Just let go and see this as an opportunity to release all the stress that maybe you subconsciously woke up with. Just shake it out of your body. It's not about looking cute. It's about, you know, priming your body for an amazing day. So that's something that I really stand by. Another way that you could be using physiology to elevate your state is by your body language. Your body language. For example, um, let's say you, you walk through a store, your head is held high, your shoulders are back, your chest is forward, and you're walking around like you're, I don't know, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, you know, (laughs) like something like that. And what that does to your mind is because you're carrying yourself like you are the baddest motherfucker ever, like your body is sending signals to your mind like, hey, this is how we feel. And so your mind responds to that by triggering those emotions within you. So body first, emotion second. That's kind of how that works. So you could do that through your body language. You could do that through dance, movement, walking, working out. Also great for your mental health. So this is how physiology can be used to elevate your frequency and to maintain this positive, effortless mindset. Okay? So that's number one that Tony Tony Robbins teaches about. Number two is language. Language and meaning. So what he tells people to do is to start consciously using words to describe a specific scenario. And I I think I've said this like maybe a thousand times, but everything around us is neutral. Everything. 
we attach emotion to something through the meaning we give something. We don't like going to the dentist because the meaning we attach is like we may get an accident and our teeth may fall out and maybe blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Like that's why emotions of fear and frustration may be triggered when you go to the dentist because of the meaning that you attach to it. So what if you start choosing a different meaning? Hey, I get to go to the dentist today. I get to take care of my teeth, give them the care that they deserve. My teeth are going to be thriving after today once again, which is, you know, great because it's good for my body. And then you change frustration and fear into love and excitement. And before you know it, you're like, what's going on? Why am I excited to go to the dentist? But that's how that's the power of changing the meaning you attach to specific situations. Okay, so that's number two. Knowing that the meaning you attach to anything and everything will directly trigger the emotions that you want to feel. So it starts with a decision. Next thing that you can focus on is literally focus. I've talked about this in the beginning of this podcast. What you focus on expands. And so if you focus on the things that give you energy, you'll get more of that back. If you focus your energy on things that take energy away from you, then you'll get more of your energy being drained and just used up at the end of the day you being tired you being exhausted you're manifesting more of that through the thing you focus on so once again it all starts with that decision what do you want to focus on where will your focus be and know that it's completely okay if you catch yourself focusing on something negative just say hey i noticed myself focusing on something negative um it's completely okay i'm a human being but for now i choose to focus on love and joy and i choose to see see the bright in the oh my god i choose to see the bright side and focus on that and that is how you change your state so once again physiology language and meaning and focus now one last thing that i do want to get into also is your relationship to the word no this for me also is a very big lesson because i still sometimes deep down feel like when i say no to someone i'm being rude and mean but actually what i'm doing is protecting my boundaries and protecting my energy and so for me a big lesson is your relationship to the word no directly will influence your high frequency the frequency you're on if you decide that's it from now on i will be respecting my inner voice if it's a no i'm going to say no and to say no is actually to be loving because if i lovingly say no if i say no to someone from a place of love for myself i am reflecting that love to that person back and i'm actually creating the space of love and if you say no to someone from a place of abundance that no you're giving to someone else is a gift And now don't get me wrong, I still struggle I still struggle with this sometimes and I still deep down feel sometimes like I'm being super rude and it's okay. But know that it starts with a freaking decision. So when I'm put in a situation where I have to say no to someone, I'm going to challenge myself to say, "Okay, I know that the power of decision is huge. I can decide to just say no and feel guilty about it or I can decide to say no and feel like it's the best thing I could have ever done to this person." and i could feel so much love for myself for that person for just life in general but that's a choice and that starts with a decision and so you know the, the same goes for you what do you want to focus on what results do you want to create and start from there decide from there and take action from there
Thank you so much for spending some time with me on here. And if you're ready to stop apologizing and start living life on your terms, then follow this podcast because that is a great way to start. Let's make our lives a heck of a ride. And I can't wait to see you in the next podcast episode.